Hey, South Africa. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, editor for audience and engagement at Foodform Zanzi. In this week's episode, we share some highlights from the Good, the Bad, the Ugly of Food Security in South Africa webinar presented by Fairplay in partnership with Foodform Zanzi. South Africa is regarded as food secure at a national level, but not on a household level. Experts will be sharing their points about this specific topic. They include Fair Play founder, Fran Robert, and Development Studies lecturer, Dr. Mark Wiergeruf, Mervyn Abrams, the program coordinator at the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group, and Hamlet Tlomendlini, a senior agricultural economist. Thank you, Dawn. I really look forward to this discussion and uh, my own welcome to all our panelists as well. You know, it's a very timely discussion because next uh, month is the UN Food Systems Summit in New York. And you have rightly pointed out that from the riots to unemployment, recently released numbers extremely high, 39%. The issue of poverty and unemployment and food poverty is actually one issue. It's all intertwined. And the figures are absolutely horrific. I mean, the Food and Agriculture Organization estimated that last year, in 2020, between 700 and 800 million people faced poverty in the world, and a fifth in Africa. So 200 million people in Africa faced hunger. So we cannot ignore this issue. It's also a good time because, as you know, it's spring day next week. It's the start of the planting season. And perhaps this is a good time to try and plant some seeds about solutions as we look forward. Because although, as you pointed out, we are a food secure nation at a national level, we still have 7 million people going hungry. That's just wrong. We can't abide that. So the question is, what can we do to improve food security? Not necessarily in the next planting season, although it would be wonderful if one of you could come up with something. But in the medium to longer term, because systems take time to change. And we are already in fair play fighting against predatory trade, which we believe underlies the whole issue of jobs, malnourished children, because child stunting in South Africa is enormously high. And that's the future if we don't have fully functional adults because of malnourishment now. We don't have a future for the country. So hungry essentially is everyone's problem. We have Christmas coming up very shortly. Would you believe that? And so we should look at ways in which we can make this at least a Christmas that's not a hungry Christmas for people in South Africa. So with that, I'd like to kick off the discussion by asking Mervyn, Mervyn, how do we deal with this issue of jobs and hunger? Thank you, Francois. Really, that issue is totally interconnected. And unless we see hunger and food insecurity at the household level as being intertwined with the economy and economic growth and job creation, we will never really be able to tackle this issue properly. The reason for that is, is that South Africans are by and large net buyers of food. We access our food from the supermarket shelf and from the informal retailer. And so it's a question of affordability, the relationship between what the food item costs and the amount of money that I have in my pocket. Now, when you look at these two ones very quickly as means of introduction, let's look at income. We have an unemployment rate of 43%. 
and expanded unemployment rate. Now that is extremely high, which means that of the rest of the workers, they would have to feed almost five persons on each wage. If we take the national minimum wage as the bargaining stick, then we divide that, we see that that is 3,643 rand, divide that in a household of four, and you arrive at 847 rand per capita. Now, that is at the level of the lower bound poverty line. So that's the one side of the equation. The other side of the equation with regard to prices is that our food basket, our household affordability index for this month, shows that a basket of 44 basic foods for a household of seven now cost 4,241 rand. This is an increase of 384 rand over the past 12 months. So when you look at that and you consider that transport and electricity take up 54% of a national minimum wage, the rest is then left for other expenses, including food, we can begin to see how food insecurity at the household level is intertwined with poverty, joblessness, a non-growth economy, etc. What yeah. a dire picture. It's really terrible. It seems economics and economic growth is at least an important part of this solution. How do you see things? You spoke about uh, economic growth. It's funny because I was looking at the South African economic growth and specifically looking at the agricultural sector. And we know that we have a very, very good agricultural sector in South Africa, which has shown a lot of robustness in terms of growth over the past years. And we have actually expanded production to actually the highest levels. And we are seen in the world as one of revered role players in this culture. And this actually is attributable to a number of things, Francois, but most of all, I think it's the use of technology that we have adopted in the country, which is helping in the growth of the industry. But the problem with regards to the growth in this country, and even if you go down per sector, you will see that it lacks inclusiveness. And the reason for that is due to the fact that not a lot of people in South Africa are able to actually participate actively in the economy. And certainly when you look at the agricultural sector, for instance, and you delve deeper into that growth that we have been seeing over the years, you will realize that it's mostly coming from one side. We have a dualistic agriculture in this country, but that dualistic nature of the agricultural sector means that only one particular side of the sector of value chain in agriculture we, is contributing to that growth, which is mainly the commercial large-scale agribusiness enterprises, which are driving growth in the sector. And if you look at the small-scale agribusiness enterprises, which are mostly operated or managed by black citizens in South Africa, they're not making a meaningful contribution to that growth. And therefore, if you're not able to participate in the growth of the economy, it therefore means that also the gains will be minimal for you. And that is what we're seeing in South Africa currently, is that we have this huge growth that we're seeing, particularly in this agricultural sector, but not the whole economy, just the agricultural sector, but 
it's not inclusive enough. And that's where we need to actually look into how do we achieve an inclusive growth in the agricultural sector in South Africa. And touching on what you have touched on already, Don has touched on, Melvin has touched on, is that we have this huge unemployment rate in this country. We saw the numbers that came out yesterday. They are painting a very blank picture and we need to do something. And I've always said that in this country, we don't necessarily have a food security problem, but we do have what I call unemployment problem because the reason to your point that you made we have 7 million people going to bed hungry every night it's because they do not have income they don't have employment and therefore that is one thing that we need to look at to ultimately be able to address the household food insecurity at a household level Thank you so much, Hamlet. Uh, Francia, i maybe like to get Dr. Wegerif to come into conversation and specifically on the last points that Hamlet raised with regards to the unemployment rate that is so high in our country. And one of our biggest challenges is finding ways to support the poorest members of our community to be able to feed themselves. And this obviously is also connected with dignity and respect. How do we tackle this on a grassroots level? Let me just start out by challenging a bit of the language we use First of all, this thing that we are, as a nation, nationally, we're food secure. I want to reject that notion. It's not the country like the land of South Africa that eats. What can be food secure? I mean, it has to be the people. It has to be the people of South Africa food secure. And they obviously are not food secure. So let's even stop talking as a nation or nationally, we're food secure. We're not. Maybe within the boundaries of this country, we do produce and there is enough food produced to feed everyone. But as a country which is, to me, the people. We are not food secure. And then I want to challenge Hamlet. This is not a good agriculture and food sector. It's a disastrous agriculture and food sector. And you gave some of the reasons why it's good. Again, I don't want to start out from the assumption that this is a good sector. It's not a good sector when it is as unequal as it is. It is not a good sector when so many people go to bed hungry. It's not a good sector when the technology that makes us internationally recognized as highly productive is shedding jobs and leaving people without incomes that they need to buy food, then it's not a good sector. And when it grows, but it only grows for a few, then it's not a good sector. So many great insights on this very loaded topic. You can, of course, catch this discussion on Food for Mzanzi's YouTube channel and go to www.foodformzanzi.co.za for more updates. Now that brings us to the end of this exciting episode. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. From me, Don Numdu, our producer, Megan Fantafend, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a great week. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. You've been listening to the Farmer's Inside Track Podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za dot co dot z a